Hi, my name is Jonas from Danier Accounting and in this recording I'm going to talk about the rules that relate to driving a car in Denmark. If you have a business in Denmark and you're not sure whether or not you can deduct your cost in tax or what you can actually deduct. I'm going to focus on both the tax and VAT. So I hope that you will get some answers to any questions you might be sitting with. So the first thing that we look at is the type of car you have. In Denmark, we operate with the two different types of car. The first one is a car that is used for transporting people. In Danish, we call that a personbil. So it's kind of like a car for people. You could translate it directly. Uh, the other type of car is a van, which you use for transporting goods. So those two types of cars, um, is, it's kind of like written on your registration document, what type of car you have if you're not sure, but it's quite easy to see since the car that you use for transporting people will have seats in it and the van naturally will have a space for putting all your goods in it. So it should be simple for you to distinguish between those two types of cars. If we start with the car for people, well, the first thing we can look at is when you buy the car. So it could be that you go down to a car dealership and you buy a brand new car for the company. It could also be that you go on the internet and you buy a used car, that doesn't really matter. In general, you can say that when you buy the car, there is no VAT deduction on the car. So even if you get an invoice issued for your company, for instance, and you can see that there is VAT on that invoice, then you are not allowed to deduct the VAT if this car is a car for transporting people. If you just started your business and you already had a car and you want to use that in the company, then you can, if you want to, uh, kind of like deposit this car into the company and you do that by estimating the value of the car on the day that you put it into the business. There is a Danish website called bilpriser.dk, which might come in handy. Or you can maybe find five different examples on a similar car, you know, the same year and the same amount of kilometers and see what price other people are asking for it. That could be a good way also to estimate the price. Or you could maybe drive down to a dealership and, and get an offer from them if you can get that in writing. That would be very good to do like that in terms of the tax office. Once you've established the value of the car, then we can put it in as an asset in the business. And just like if you had bought the car at a dealership or from another private person, then when we do the annual report for the company, then we are allowed to take a deduction from this purchasing price of the car. So it doesn't matter if you bought it at a dealership, if you bought it from a private person, or if you had the car already when you started the company. When we do the annual report, we look at the value of the car, and then we are allowed to make a tax deduction. We call it a depreciation of the car, which equals 25% of the value of the car. So every year we take the value of the car and we can deduct 25%. Then in the next year, we take the remaining amount and we are allowed to deduct 25% of the remaining amount and so on and so on until the car is depreciated to zero. Um, so, so that's like, that's how we handle the purchasing uh, amount for the car. In addition to the purchasing, 
there is of course a lot of cost also related to having a car like gas and insurance etc um, but there is also people that choose not to purchase a car but actually just rent it or lease the car and that you can also do um, in terms of VAT the rules are a little different naturally because you don't get an invoice on the car's value but you will get an invoice every month here you have to be aware that there is a special rule that relates to the VAT if you rent the car less than six months then normally there is no VAT deduction so that's exactly the same as if you had bought a car if you lease the car more than six months and you use this car a minimum of 10% for driving in the business then you're actually allowed to deduct a partial amount of the VAT that's written on the invoice so that's a little special since you normally don't have this VAT deduction. Um, the amount that you can deduct in VAT have to be written on the invoice. It says kind of like special VAT deduction, it will say in Danish. And you get that from the company that you, that you rent the car from. If they don't write it on the invoice, then you have to speak with them. But it's nice to know that you can get this special deduction because it's not normal when it's a car that you use for, for transporting people. I just mentioned this thing here with the with the 10% relating to the business and naturally this is because some companies, especially if they're very small, let's say it's only you and you have a sole proprietorship, then most likely you will be using the car for both business and private. It's what we call mixed use in Danish. And in terms of purchasing the car, you can say that it doesn't really matter if you, let's say that you buy a car for 100,000, then in terms of VAT, it doesn't make any difference because there was no VAT deduction when you bought the car. When we talk tax, well, like I said before, we are allowed to depreciate 25% of the value of the car. So if you purchase the car for 100,000, then we can deduct 25%, which would be 25,000 in tax. But if the car is mixed used, we're only allowed to deduct a partial amount of the 25,000. Let's say that you use the car 50% for business and 50% for private. Then we will still calculate the 25% at first, that's 25,000. But then we will have to look at how much do you use this for business. And if that is only 50%, then we can take the 50% of the 25,000, which would give you a tax deduction of 12,500 kroner as a cost in the company. So this is something that we are aware of when we calculate the tax and the principle is called mixed uses of car. So yeah, that was just a little side thing just so you're aware of this. When we look at the cost on the car, so now we've discussed the purchasing of the car. So that's kind of over. We also discussed when you rent a car and now we're going to talk about the actual cost on operating the car. So this could be gas bills, diesel bills, parking costs, insurance and road tax. All these things are like normal ongoing costs you have. And in terms of this, there is two ways you can do that. Um, one way is that you collect all the bills. So every time you put gas or diesel on the car, then you save the bill. Every time you pay the insurance, you save the bill. And all these bills you put into your company as costs. So your accountant will book these directly from the receipts and the invoices. 
when the year is finished, then what we do is that we look at all the costs that you have given to us and we add all of them together. There is no VAT deduction when you have a car for people, for transporting people. So let's say that you put gas on for 500 kroner, then we cannot take a VAT deduction, but we can deduct everything in tax. Okay, so never any VAT deduction on a car that's used for transporting people, but we are allowed to take the full amount of your expenses and add these together. Let's say that all the cost of the car adds up to, let's say, 50,000 during a year. Then if you use the car 100% for business, then we are allowed to take the full tax deduction of the 50,000. If you use the car for private and business purposes, then we need to make a partly deduction instead. Just like the example we had before when we talked about depreciation. So let's assume that you use the car 50% for private purposes and 50% for business. Then when we've added all the costs together, then we will take a 50% deduction. So again, let's take the example where we have 50,000 kroner in cost, gas, service, road tax, insurance, all these things together, then we will make a tax deduction that equals 25,000, which is 50%. You can, of course, have other percentages. You could have 10 or 20 or 80 or 90%. That's all relating to how you drive in the car. And again, as I said, in as general rule, there is no VAT deduction on the cost. There is two exceptions to the VAT rule. The first one I already mentioned, that's when you lease a car more than six months. And if you use it more than 10% for business, that was one exception. And the other exception is if you cross the bridge uh, across Öresund, that's the bridge that goes uh, to Sweden. If you cross that bridge, you're actually allowed to deduct the VAT. So that's a little strange, but it's an exception to the rule. So it, it's still nice to know. So this is when you give us the bills for all the costs. And some clients are not very good in remembering that. I mean, they forget to get the gas bill. They forget to take the, you know, when they wash the car. So when we are booking for them, we can just see that a lot of these costs we don't really have. If that's the case for you, then there is another set of rules that you can apply if it's easier for you. And that set of rules does not require you to save the bills. What it does is that it requires you to calculate how many kilometers you drive for the company and privately. And in the old days, you would have a book in the car and you would write you know, with a pen every time you were driving in the car. But today you can download these apps for your iPhone or your smartphone. And on the app, you can state whether or not you're driving for the business or private. And every month you can take a report which will tell us exactly how many kilometers you have driven. If you're able to manage that, it's a great system. If you, if you cannot manage an app and you cannot manage to put it on a paper in, in a way that fulfills the legal requirements, then there is a big chance that you will end up getting some trouble out of it if you get a tax inspection. So I do recommend that you look into these apps. It is the best way to do it if you use a car for mixed purposes. Yeah. Um, the amount of money that we can deduct is in 2016, the amount is three kroner and 63 euro per kilometer driven. And this is a, 
an amount that goes up until 20,000 20, kilometers. So when you exceed 20,000 kilometers, it drops down to 1.99 Danish kroner per kilometer. Um, so what we do is that we basically just take the amount of kilometers that you have driven for the company and then we multiply that with 3.63 Danish kroner per kilometer up until you have driven 20,000 kilometers and then it drops to 1.99 Danish kroner. The amount that we calculate will then be a cost in the company. So we will take this amount and put it in your business as a cost. So it will decrease your revenue and therefore your tax will also be lower. For um, if you were an employee in a big company, you might have heard these tax-free money that people get from driving. But even though it's actually exactly the same amount per kilometers, then if you have a company, it's not tax-free. It's given instead as a tax deduction. So it's not the same amount. You will end up in reality getting around half of it back if you pay 50% in tax. But it all depends on how much uh, income tax you're paying. In addition to, um, to this, I can add that if you choose the set of rules that applies to kilometers, then you are allowed to add a few things to this amount, to the 3.63 kroner per kilometer. You can add, for instance, your parking costs. They're not included in the amount. You can also add cost for the bridge. If you cross, for instance, Øresund or Storbelt, then you can add these costs also. So even though you don't need to save all the bills for gas and service, etc., then you still need to save for parking and crossing bridges if you want to take those deductions also. They're not included in this amount. So that was um, in relation to the ongoing cost for the car. Um, the last thing I want to mention is just when you sell the car, if you have a car for transporting people, if you sell the car, then you don't need to add VAT on the amount when you sell it, just as well as you could not deduct the VAT when you purchased the car. So that's kind of the same rule. So this was the rules for uh, a car that relates to private use. And I'm going to make another podcast on the rules that relates to a van just to not waste your time if you don't have a van. So I'll put that in a separate recording. You can find it on our website, daniaaccounting.com. If you have any questions to the rules relating to this type of car, feel free to write me. My email address is Jonas, and it is spelled J-O-N-A-S, at daniaaccounting.com. And I'm very happy to help if you have any questions. So I hope you learned something uh, on this podcast, and uh, hope that you will... Go to our website and, and check out the other recordings we have. You might find something of interest. So thank you for listening. Bye.